This is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. And we're Nerds with Words, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. You're listening to the Magic Hour Way Podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. And I hope you're liking it as much as I am. I'm just rolling on the ground with laughter. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Uh, you enjoying it like I am? That's good. That's good. Anyway, here's looking at you. Here's treats. Don't turn, don't punch that button. I'm not through talking. Jumbo, everyone. <laughs> Harambe. <laughs> and welcome to another edition of the Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. Magic R-Way. The Magic R-Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Highway Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus, talking about dizzy stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRoway.com is where you can find us. For this episode, we are discussing the ghost of Christmas future. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing good. Happy, very close to Christmas to you guys. Very, very close to Christmas. Very yes. close to Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Xmas. X-rated. Eczema. Eczema. All right. That's itchy. <laughs> and a person that has eczema is our next uh, person, their resident travel agent for Magic Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. Hi, Lee. I just had another eczema under my beard. I know. That's yeah. why you're growing it so long, isn't it? <laughs> How do you put lotion on that? It puts the lotion on the skin. Dave. He just puts he just puts it in a tub and just dips his whole face in it and That's it just a- comes out like, watch out. Man, so it's like it must be like his beard has like dandruff. <laughs> the beard drift. <laughs> yeah, like every time he scratches his beard, that dry skin is just, oh, man, you are gross, Lee. <laughs> I just say I'm like I'm like Ali Sheedy on Breakfast Club. Like, <laughs> I'm fa- I'm glad we finally found the one way that Lee is like Ali Sheedy. <laughs> oh, that is cool. <laughs> that had been bothering me for this whole 2020. I I, I've been thinking here. It's like how how is Lee like Ali Sheedy? I, I know. Now I we know. There, now yeah. we know. Yeah, we closed out 2020 knowing that that's how he is. I'm so glad. I'm now fulfilled as a human being. And uh, another human being that we love to have on our show is our longtime weekend listener X, or now known as Professor X, Keith. How you doing, Keith? Good. Hey, guys. Two days to Christmas. I'm sitting here drinking my hot cocoa. It's snowing outside. I'm wrapping some last-minute presents. I'm really excited for Christmas. I am too, man. I'm drinking my hot toddy. Ready to do a lot of cooking and the drinking. I haven't even started Christmas shopping, so I'm in trouble. Well, Lee, this is the future. It's only two more days till Christmas. Go, go, go. Don't worry. I got a whole factory of elves working on it right now. <laughs> got that. Way to go, Ali Sheedy. <laughs> Sweatshop. <laughs> got our elf named Emilio. <laughs> Judd. Judd. <laughs> Molly the elf. <laughs> The whole brat, the whole club. Yeah, yeah, right. Breakfast club, yeah. This is what happens when you spill paint in Santa's workshop. <laughs> <laughs> no, Santa, f you. <laughs> oh man! Well, look, we're rounding out our series of shows with Professor X, and today we are talking about the ghost of Christmas future, man. And I'll toss it over to Keith to give you a little tease about what you're gonna hear. 
Keith, take it away, sir. So today we're going to hear about how um, Disney World had to change their Christmas celebration thinking for the uh, holidays. And then we're going to take a look at the uh, future and maybe put on our Imagineering cats and see what Disney World Christmas will look like in the future. Excellent, guys. So look, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some future Christmas magic. Here we are on the hub, and we're about to discuss the ghost of Christmas future. But first, Lee has a little bit of announcement, a little bit of news that he wants to spew forth to our ears. Oh, spew, sir, spew. Lee, what do you got, sir? Spew, 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 spew. Um, <laughs> it's very unimpressive spewing. <laughs> <laughs> he did, probably didn't take his pill. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little up there in age, I guess. So. You got to build up that spewing. Shooting blanks is what I'd say. <laughs> well, he missed. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't. I don't even care about shooting blanks. I already got three kids. I'm good. So anyway, um, I asked on the last or the first show. You know what happened to the Osborne lights? Are they you know like off in storage somewhere? Are they uh, you know in a top secret government warehouse with the Ark of the Covenant? You know, what happened to them? And so just yeah, a little Google search in here and there. I don't have anything definitive, but I did come across this, which I thought was interesting. And um, Give Kids the World Village, Night of a Million Lights. Um, if you're not familiar with Give Kids the World, it's a, uh, it's a charity that helps, you know, children to, to visit Disney and they can stay at their uh, village and things like that. And anyway, apparently Disney did donate over 3 million lights to Give Kids the World for their night of a million lights. Now, I couldn't find anything that specifically says these are the Osborne lights, but I would think that that would be an easier thing than give you know going out and buying three million lights and giving them to someone. Uh, so maybe, maybe these are the Osborne lights. I'm not, you know, I can't verify that, but there's a few articles out there that kind of hint to that. So even if they're not, and you want to, you know, support a good cause, you could always go check out the lights over at uh, the night of a million lights. Yeah. Nice. And you retain that spirit of the Osborne lights as it was once. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if it's not the actual Osborne lights, it's the Osborne lights in spirit. We'll just say that. that or it's the good. Osborne lights repurposed. There you go. Right. 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be Lee donated all those lights since he got that gig with a thousand bulbs as their Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Did are you working on a deal with a thousand bulbs, Lee, and you donated all those lights? A thousand bulbs. Yeah, something like that. You remember that uh, thousand bulbs dot uh, com commercial where Lee comes walking out with his sunglasses on as Santa? You know, oh, so that, wait a minute. Oh my god. Yeah, you remember like, I posted oh, that yeah, on Facebook. I remember oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hip, hip Santa. Yeah, hip Santa. I like it. I like it. Well, cool, Lee. Thanks for bringing that to our attention, man. And hopefully you get some of our uh, listeners to uh, go check that out and let us know what they think. But anyway, let's get to it, guys. We're about to talk about the ghost of Christmas future. So I'm going to turn it over to Professor X, who's going to guide us on this journey. Lee- Keith, take it away. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Well, first of all, we talked about the past. Then we talked about the present. And now we have to talk about the future. And first of all, we're going to talk about the very present future including this year for 2020 and you know disney world christmas celebrations so of course everything changes here with uh covid and obviously with covid hitting and everything shutting down the spring disney had to take a hard look at the parks and decide what they would do for the holidays so in reviewing covid safety protocols disney world would have to cancel some of their signature holiday events so i'm going to sound really negative guys in this next couple minutes because i'm just going to be saying disney canceled this you know covid canceled that so i'm trying not to be um negative here just trying to be realistic 
optimistic with everything I'm telling you guys. Well, so. you're not breaking news, Keith. It, it, it happened already. We, we, we've adjusted to it. It's okay. So okay. strap it on, and here we go. Yeah. The whole world is shutting stuff down, so it's not just Disney shutting stuff down. So, okay. You know. So don't send your hate mail to Professor X. So just uh, yeah. just wanted to let you guys know that. Well, so. no, send it to Professor X. <laughs> just, yeah. Disney don't, Thanksgiving on Twitter. Don't forget. Yeah, so. get all the mail, all the attention. Yeah, just, just don't get mad at him. He didn't shut all this stuff down. Yeah, if he did, he really right. does have mutant powers. <laughs> right. So, um, of course, one of the big holiday celebrations that um been started, you know, in 1971 at Disney World and been canceled this year is the Disney World Christmas Parade. So how can you basically have a parade and have everyone six feet apart? You can't. So unfortunately, that was canceled this year. But I thought it'd be kind of interesting since we can't have the parade this year, just to dove into the past, even though it's a future episode. We do a lot of time travel here and just talk a little bit about kind of the history of the uh, Disney World Christmas Parade. You guys good with that? Going back to the future, you know it. You got it, Marty. All righty. So Disney World had their first parade in 1971 and doing similar off of, you know, what I talked about in previous episodes is that they took the footprint of what they were doing at Disneyland since Disney World, you know, Magic Kingdom kind of really wasn't open yet and just kind of copied that parade, you know, or did kind of similar aspects of it. So in 1971, their holiday parade was performed twice a day and they performed twice a day from December 10th through January 2nd. And according to a newspaper account from that time period, the parade had marching toy soldiers. There's a tongue twister there. So now they've been at, they've been establishment. They're still in the parade today. So, you know, they're kind of a signature item. They got them from uh, Babes in Toyland. Yep. Yep, it's cool. Just you know how they all kind of march and sink and everything, everything like that. So. Have you uh, have you seen some of the older pictures of them? Where, like they had like look, what looked like little mustaches. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they're like they. It looked like a little pencil line. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember seeing it, but right above the mouth, like the little circular O mouth, <laughs> there's like a little line on some of these older uh, toy soldiers. And I'm like, oh wow, they gave them a shave this <laughs> time. Went on. They so. don't have the tombstone mustaches like some toys. No, no, that'd be good if they had the Hulk Hogan handlebar mustache. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of toy soldiers, brother. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of wish we had visuals in this podcast because, like, some of these old pictures of some of these um, characters. So, like, the first parade had, like, a whole bunch of old Disney, you know, characters, but they were, you know, 1971 dated. You know, Mickey Mouse. I mean, even Santa Claus was super skinny. Like, the snowmen were just, like, everything was just so dated, but that was the time period you know 1971 just comparing to now it's just really interesting just to kind of see the uh you know the difference there and the interesting thing is in the early parades in the uh, 1970s and this was before a lot of the park changed and crowds were more there but christmas parade actually ran from main street and not up main street kind of you know making a left and hooking uh, liberty square and henningson frontier land and actually went up main street and then it hooked a right and then went towards, well, it wasn't built yet until 1975, but basically Space Mountain. And the parade actually ran through Tomorrowland. Wow. Okay. So that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a unique route, man, for sure. I'm kind of thinking that maybe because Space Mountain wasn't there yet, you had that big empty space, they probably just had some fences and maybe just kind of run it right through there. Oh, you know, that's a good point. That makes sense. Like yeah. That. yeah, I could see that. And then it just changed over time. Because you think about it, if it kept going on the right, and then, you know, where where tomorrow, uh, Space Mountain is, and let's say made a left, then you keep going into Fantasyland, and then, I don't know where it would wind up. So um, I bet you it, it kind of did something like that. So, And then some of the old characters. Now, you guys got to help me out if you know your Disney trivia uh, with your characters. So some of the characters that were in the, in the early parades that are basically no longer in existence is 
Bongo? Bongo! Bongo the bear? I don't know. And then there's another character called Lula Bella? L-U-L-A Bella? Wasn't she with Bongo? Wasn't that the bear that Bongo liked? This was from Fun, Fun and Fancy Free, right? The one where the bears would slap, like, bears like to slap each other? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what? This is short. Like, for bears, like, when they say something, they smack into... It was like a whole song about domestic abuse. I was gonna Basically. say, did the bear cops show up? Like, like dude, the girl bears and bear bear... <laughs> bear bears. Actually, you're right. This was from Fun and Fancy Free. Both okay. of them? Or just one of them? 1947, yep. And, the, and basically Bongo. It was cartoon Bongo. Okay. I guess I never seen that cartoon. So this was the Ike and Tita turn of bears, right? But it was a whole bunch of them. They were all just slapping just the hell out of each, each other. other. Yeah, <laughs> just bear slapping, just bear beating. Because they, they, when bears say something, they say it with a slap, and they they would just smack each other in the face. Like good morning, yeah. It's, wow. It's a very Why's my dinner cold? <laughs> Eat the pie. If you think about it, I mean, the, in the early 70s, there was no Little Mermaid or, or any of these princesses. So they were basically relying on characters that were from that time period, you know, 1960s and prior. So, and then as time progressed, obviously, that's when the princes got added and, you know, everything else. And then just to kind of go a little bit more into the history. So, you know, in 86, they had the uh, 15 years of magic. You know, they're celebrating their celebration. So they just took that parade and just made, added a couple Christmas scenes and there's your Christmas parade. And in 91, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary, the surprise celebration parade. And once again, just took the existing parade to save money and just add a couple of Christmas scenes into it. So, which, I mean, they kind of do that today with, you know, some of their, some of their parades as well. But I feel like the Christmas parade this, like, well, not this year because it's canceled, but in previous years, you know, last couple of years, it's really just the Christmas parade. It's not the daily parade and then just throw throwing some Christmas stuff like layover into it. So I don't yeah, know no. what you guys think. Yeah. It's like the Illuminations Christmas tag, right? Same Illuminations show, but we'll tag a Christmas thing on the end. There you go. Boom. Christmas. There it is. Yep. So you have the parade from 71 to about um, 83. And that's when Disney had this great idea of let's broadcast the Christmas Day parade on television. So around this time period, obviously, we're all kind of dating ourselves a little bit here, but music videos were very popular and an enterprising Disney executive got the idea of like, hey, let's put this parade on television. So they took this I this idea to ABC, which at the time Disney didn't own, and ABC at that time was struggling to find quality television programs on Christmas, particularly live events that would draw a large viewing audience. So the light bulb clicked together, and then on Christmas Day 1983, the first um, Walt Disney World Very Merry Christmas Parade was broadcast. And they pulled some ABC stars to post the parade, so they had Joan London and Michael Douglas in 1983 to post the parade. And the parade's been broadcast except for this year, every year on on ABC, except for 2000. So they had 17 years running where they broadcast it, and they they used to have it live, but then what happened is one year it rained on Christmas, and that canceled them for basically saying what's broadcast or live, so they started taping it starting in um, around 1999. And in 2000, they decided they didn't want to broadcast the parade, so instead they broadcasted some Santa Tracker special on Christmas Eve. Instead, I'm guessing the ratings kind of went really bad. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that kind of sucked. I well, remember I, that. I was going to say, when you started off your parade with Joe London and Mike Douglas before he did Fatal Attraction. That's right. <laughs> See, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. Like, you had to get him, like, post-fatal attraction. Then that'd have been Post-fatal. Different. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe that wouldn't have been a good Christmas theme, but... Yeah, because after that, he was only known for... Dangerous blonde. Right, exactly. That was his career for a while. That's wild, though. I, like, I remember when they, it was broadcast live. And then I remember one day I was like, this looks freaking pre filmed. What the hell happened? <laughs> you know? Well, you know, Kevin, they had that one time where uh, too many people from New Orleans came down and 
they thought it was a Mardi Gras parade. And it was a whole <laughs> different. They was doing all kinds of stuff for beads. So what like, would you, you say? We do people on Christmas. <laughs> Probably That's do. a tourist that come to town to do all that Mardi Gras. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Like we respect Christmas down here. Make it sound like we <laughs> like flash reindeer and stuff. We don't do that. A Mardi Gras day, but Christmas. I mean, not many people flash people on Christmas. Do they? When I look in the mirror and I flex, I'm happy. You flex on Christmas. You flash yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, learn to love yourself is the greatest gift of all. That's right. <laughs> that's it. So that's a lot to happen though for yeah. for a sense of parade and, and that makes whatnot. sense. It's like yeah. it's like after a while, it's like damn, what the hell, man? It just started being pre, and then it just got worse with that, right? Yeah. I, I used to look forward to watching the uh, the Christmas parade. You know, kind of every year Christmas morning, turning on and watching it, so I could see like the park and you know all the Disney characters and stuff. But then the the late two thousands came, and then the Disney parade on television came less about the parade and more about showing the latest Disney musical acts so they could sell Disney downloads. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. That was a big got, going. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I couldn't stand that. I hated that. So they had the Santa tracker. So that was like you don't get to see Santa. It's like well, Santa's. Heading over in Australia. Yeah, it's, it's just like that. It's, it's right. like the little Google Maps. They always do that kind of stuff. And it, you know, as a kid, you think it's entertaining, but it never was. Like, we try and get the kids, like, oh, where's Santa at? Well, look at the Santa tracker. And it's always it, 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 like, oh, cool. I can pinpoint the exact time and location of where Santa's going to be. And then that, no, it never really works out because sometimes you look in there, it's like, oh, look, Santa's already been here. Uh oh. Bad map. Bad map. And the parents are like, you know why? Because you're awake. <laughs> you're awake. You didn't that's see exactly it. it. He's coming back. That's, that's, exactly what you have to end up telling. You put it on the roof. Santa can't come while y'all are awake. That's silly. Thank God for the planes that fly overhead. Like, thank God for people who are traveling at night on Christmas. Because then you, the kids look at the red dots. In the <laughs> it's Rudolph! Look right there! <laughs> Hurry up! Get to bed, girl! <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Thank you, traveling sales. <laughs> miserable on a plane right now because you had to leave your family for Christmas. Exactly. Now, have you guys seen the... Uh like, have you, have you guys watched the parade in the last year or two? You see, like, literally a minute of the parade, and the rest is, like, the music acts. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. No, it's Can't terrible. It. I, don't, I, hate I, don't, I hate it. Like, I mean, I used, to, I used to enjoy watching it back when I was growing up because it was kind of like the Macy's Parade on Thanksgiving. I had a parade on Thanksgiving. had a parade on Christmas. It was Disney. And now, as the past couple of years, it's like, man, I don't watch this. <laughs> Yeah. Say my Christmas parade. That's every one of those specials though. You tune in and it's like two minutes of like, oh my god, you're not going to believe what's coming over here. And now pentatonics and they sing some <laughs> song. It's Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you see what they did for Thanksgiving this year? They did like the greatest hits of the last five years because they, you know, because of COVID, they had nothing to broadcast. So they said, let's just show the last five years. No one will notice. And that's it. So wait, Disney did that. That's what they did for Thanksgiving. They broadcast like the last five years. Yeah. So they called it. I love their names. And I'm going to get into this now. So the uh, this year's show is called the Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration. But the names take any kind of Christmas name and the name changed so, so many times over the years and I'm going to run them through them right now. So Wait, say that say that long ass name again? The Happily Merry Christmas Parade Happily Special. Jolly. Of the, jolly. Yep. This, Reach Around Christmas, the Christmas Parade. Yes. In the, in in the, the corner. Bag, the cockholders of the, the presents and the jingle. The way they name these things, have you ever, you ever gone and played bingo and they have the yep. balls are bouncing around <laughs> and they open it up and one shoots that. I think they're all labeled Jolly, Celebration, <laughs> Festival, Merry. And the first five that come out, <laughs> they're like, okay, it's the Jolly Unbelievable Festival of Magical Holiday Fun. Come on, Merry! Come on, Merry! 
Yay! <laughs> or Danny, how do you think they're naming the uh, the cruise ships? You know, like throwing wish, dream, magic. You know what I mean? Like they're all the same way. Oh yeah, they're, they're like they're named after strippers. Next is gonna be the Epiphany, and um, <laughs> hey, she was good. Okay, don't judge her. And face. <laughs> <laughs> And she had Pixie. A, it was a good discount. Yeah, Pixie. Yes. Pixie's coming down the, the aisle. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me run down the names now, but I'm not going to give the years. Just so you know, we have the Disney Holiday Parade, Very Merry Christmas Parade. So then we have Mickey's Christmas Cavalcade, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade, Walt Disney World Christmas Day Parade, Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade. So they changed it from Mickey's to Walt Disney World to Disney Parks. Then you have Disney Parks Frozen Christmas Celebration. Disney Parks Unforgettable Christmas Celebration, Magical Christmas Celebration, the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Celebration, and last year was Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade. Well, what about like Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade? Well, that's the, that's the actual parade, but it's not. But they actually didn't call the show. These are the names of what they yeah broadcast. I got gotcha. you. Oh, okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. This year was the magically disappearing. We ain't having one parade. <laughs> Well, actually, this year's name is another change, Disney Parks Magical Christmas Celebration. So instead of, well, actually, they used that name in 2018, but yeah, so they're they're actually going to have a couple acts, but it's people I never heard of, and um, this year they might actually show some of the parks, because they talked about showing... um, the Remy ride over at Epcot, so we'll see. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, yeah. They always say that, and they give you like a 30-second clip of, oh my god, we're so excited, and they show like little things in the ride, but they don't really show the ride, and then, boom, cut to a musical act for two hours. Oh, yeah, like they did that the other year where they were... Right, when they talk about Star Always Wars, do. and they just show yes. you like the art, the concept. That's of like, it. You're gonna love yep. this, and they show you like a little oh, and like it's like one little scene where they kind of walk through a little bit. And you get to see, oh, and done, that's done. It. Yeah, they're like now here comes Sierra doing the dance. Mm-hmm. Like wait, no, I want to see about the park. Well, I can tell you what on Christmas Day, their big thing's gonna be uh, Soul on Disney Plus, the movie that's coming oh, that's out. That's right. Yeah, that's the thing. And then competing with that is what is that? Uh, Wonder Woman 84 or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, on HBO Max, I believe. I don't yeah. know. You know, I think I think I'd go with Soul over on that. Like, if I had to choose Soul. I'm going to watch both. <laughs> I'm, gonna, oh, I'm definitely going to watch both. But yeah, uh, on Christmas Day, that's that's going to be their big thing. I'm sure they're going to push. Uh, let's, ho- let's hope it goes as good as Onward. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I liked Onward. It was I, a I did. Yeah, it, was a it just didn't work out so well for them. <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird time for them to release. It, it really, unfortunately. Well, I mean, they, they didn't plan on that. Yeah, no, no. Well, COVID kind of um, just took, you know, everything over. But so did you guys happen to catch this one last show while we're talking about kind of Disney Christmas shows? I saw this the other day and actually I thought it was a great idea. I loved it. I don't know if any of you caught it. Did you see the Disney Holiday Magic Quest? Is that like Disney Quest in downtown Disney? No. So what it is, is they took the Disney Channel Zombie 2 movie star. So they took... Oh, wait, wait, wait. They, they These are when they're doing stuff in the parks and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw that because my kids were watching it. Yeah, it was like the Amazing Race meets the Magic Kingdom. I thought it was pretty cool. Danny, you would like it. They were doing that. They were inside the Haunted Mansion on the ballroom floor. Oh, get out of here! Yeah. I would like that. Wait, so, what was yeah. that again? What is that? So, it's it's on Disney Plus. If you have Disney Plus or Disney Channel, it's called the Disney Holiday Magic Quest. And basically, what ha- you know, not to give the whole thing away, but some of the Disney villains come over and they steal holiday magic. And the cast of the Disney Channel um, from Zombies Two is in the park. They're the only ones in the park, so you have a lot of cool shots of the park empty. And then the, the villains turn off the lights, so it's really dark, and they have to do all these like challenges before um, all the holiday magic goes away forever. So they. 
they go on the haunted mansion. You'll really like it, Danny. You got to check it out. Is scripted? Yeah. Well, I I don't think it's scripted, but the, it's it's kind of like they do different challenges. I'll put it this way: it's kind of like as real as a reality show would be. Yeah. Exactly. Is it is that like the storyline? Is that they've done this, but then when they they have to do something, it's like. I don't know, like watching Double Dare or... Uh, That's what I was thinking. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, where they yeah. have to do yeah. some kind of challenge. And- yeah, to restore the Holly Magic from the Evil Queen and Maleficent, they have to do all these tasks and stuff to get it to happen. And and, and the, the tasks kind of tie into different rides. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, they were in the, I saw one where they were in the lagoon in front of the castle and they were in boats and do, trying to collect stuff or whatever. There's things that they had to pick up. It was, it was kind of cool. You know, I watched they, it. Are they teams? Yeah, they were, they were paired up. Yeah. All right. I was like, I was kind of curious how the competition aspect of that worked. Yeah, it's, you know, red versus green, you know, Christmas colors, so. Grinch versus Santa. You have to check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, my yeah, kids were watching that and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, why are kids diving to Like, why are they doing, like, I want to do that. <laughs> hey, that's what you thought. Yeah, I'm telling you, you watch the show, come back, tell me, would you pay $1,000 for that experience probably more but anyway check it out yeah probably pay less for that though than you would to stay at that star wars hotel that's true yes true. indeed true. well we'll get to the star wars hotel in a minute here but let's let's go back into the present future i don't even know where we are anymore here but um let's talk about another thing that got canceled is the mickey's very merry um christmas party Yes. Okay. Aww. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one because that's a big uh, money maker, you know, for you know Disney World, and that's kind of one of their signature, you know, items. But you can't really have a party with COVID, and you knew that was going to happen after they canceled the Halloween party. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the Halloween party to me was the greater loss because I thought it was the better party, but um, this is still a pretty huge loss. I mean, I was at the one from 2019 last year. Yeah, it's a big loss, man. It was. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, did you? Um. I mean, did you enjoy your party experience you know comparing it to the halloween one no i mean because it rained on us most of the time that we were there okay well that kind of puts a damper in it yeah it, it very much damper it's a good good choice of words uh we were definitely <laughs> damper than what we walked in <laughs> uh but no 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 for the most part though they did a good job the characters were still out and about they canceled the, the parade and they canceled the fireworks and all that stuff like that you were getting a prequel basically to this year danny then pretty much they even gave us like a like a what do you call it one of those little cards when you walk out like we're so sorry here look you know a, a day of park admission free for on us yeah oh, so wow. they, oh, yeah that's cool they, yeah. yeah i still have it upstairs where they gave that to us and they that's been applied to our account so uh yeah anytime we want we can go ahead and, and reuse that again but yeah no it was it was a good experience i mean i've been to the parade i'll be honest with you i think i've been to the christmas the christmas party more than i've been to the halloween party just because we always seem to go collectively around christmas so yeah i'm a little bit more familiarized with it it's just that i don't like like outside of the parade itself i'm not sure, like the the castle show that they do not a fan you know I, I like the projection effects and everything they do that's beautiful but the music is kind of you know like they, they had clarabelle cow singing mariah carries all i want for christmas if you can you know if you can get that image in, right. in or out of your head it's it's kind of tough to do all i want for christmas is move <laughs> i was <waiting. laughs> i thought Thanks, about like, saying that but i was like i don't want no piece of that then they had like a <laughs> a ho 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 down okay no wait uh, yeah ho 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 down oh you got eli's attention on that one. Oh yeah i'm gonna say <laughs> where's exquisite now and uh I'll live. no yeah. don't get your hopes up there's a bunch of those damn hostess cupcakes or whatever those <laughs> that's <are>. all <laughs> it was it's those ho-hos oh that's wrong yeah that's false advertising well they still squirt when you squeeze it so it's all good <laughs> Because the way you squeeze it, right? Lee so like that. I know. <laughs> 
And then if I remember correctly, they, they brought out the three Caballeros, which immediately told you that the next song was going to be... Feliz Navidad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see that coming. Not at all. But, I mean, the, the finale was good. The finale was good. But, I mean, other than that, like, I did not like that. I did not... They had a Tomorrowland show, which I thought sucked. I never attended these. You Really? Yeah, I've never oh, attended the Christmas got party. To. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere is beautiful. Main Street is gorgeous. The parade's wonderful. I mean, that song burrows itself into your into your brain you can't forget it eli and i were just singing it constantly when we were there that one day remember when we were sitting on the side little street off of main street you know that little side street with these yeah. caricatures and stuff yeah, yeah. Eli and i were sitting down there just chilling as the parade went through and just listening we just like Once upon a Christmas. Yeah, you just had it stuck in your, <laughs> stuck head. your head yes anyway uh so yeah no it's it's a it's a fun time it's a fun play, but there's more activities at halloween that I think are a lot more fun. Well, they don't give out the candy like they do at Halloween, do they? Well, no, but you get like complimentary cookies, hot chocolate, and, like, hot chocolate oh, okay. cocoa, that kind of thing. I think they had cider there. But you got to go into the stores and whatnot. Like you kind of have to hunt for it. Halloween is more like it finds you. Like everywhere you're going, you're going to have like characters interacting it's with you. It's out there you. in your it's, face. Yeah, it's more immersive if I had to put a oh, word okay. to That's it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, I know we're going to kind of talk about um, like future you know, um, plans, but do you think this year they could have pulled off a party minus the parade and minus the fireworks? I was, honestly, I was just thinking about that. I mean, obviously, it's hindsight is twenty twenty, but if they can get people in the parks to you know, socially distance and to you know, space themselves out in queue lines and to figure all that out, I would imagine they could have done it. Now, the question is, did they have enough staff to do it? You know, because they had already, they have so many people laid off. You've got to bring people, you know, separate people in that night to work the party. Um, would they have made enough money on it? And also, how would that have, how would that have looked on Disney's part to say, well, you know, we're trying to squeeze a little more money out of you. Let's take a risk on, on you know, everyone being squished together in the park for these hours. So I think it was more a calculated decision to say, let's not push it. Let's, you know, take this one step at a time. If COVID is what it is right now, a year from now, damn it, knock on wood, please don't be there. But if for whatever reason it is, maybe then they'll say, okay, well, you know, we, we've learned some lessons over the last year and here's how we can do this safely. But I understand why they would not have done it this year. I think it would have looked bad on their part if they did. I think it would have looked like a money grab. I couldn't concur more. I think Lee did a, a pretty fair job of an, uh, analyzing it from a business sense. I would say from a, a if I'm paying to go to this party and you don't have the fireworks and you don't have the parade, it's hard to justify that much money for. I mean, and then if you can't have the parade, then why are you going to be having all these castle shows or all these uh, dance party things? You can't do that either then. So, I mean, basically you're taking I mean, once you go down that rabbit hole, yeah, you're, you're taking everything away. Uh, but, I mean, if I'm just answering the question in a vacuum where there is no parade and there is no fireworks and yeah there is no me <laughs> if, I, if i gotta be honest with you i mean it's always good to ride the magic kingdom at a ride rides the magic kingdom when hardly anyone else is there and that was always one of the greatest things about going to the party is the character meet and greets which they can't do now with rare characters and being able to step on rides that you would normally wait in line an hour to get on and that's yeah that that's a draw, no doubt about it, but not that much of a draw where I would pay that much money for what you get. For what I get, I mean, as it is, they're already limiting the people who are going to be in the parks to begin with, and there is no fast passes anymore either. Yeah, it's just non-festive, pretty much. So, other cancellations that they 
that they did. And actually, to your point, Lee, so I took a look at the Christmas Day hours and I compared it to last year. And the Magic Kingdom's losing two hours of park time. And Epcot's basically closing 90 minutes earlier than they did in 2019. That's not too bad, honestly. I mean, that's to me, that's reasonable. How, how late are they staying open? Till like 9 instead of 11? They, they basically closed at 10. They were open at midnight. Okay. So, I mean, staying open until 10 o'clock right now, when they've been closing at like 7? I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Less crowds and stuff like that, so... A couple other things that they canceled. We talked about a lot of these in the last couple of shows. Is they canceled the, uh, you know, those dream lights that they put over the castle. It just didn't make sense this year to, you know, put them up with COVID and everything. Time out. That's one thing I don't get. Why does that not make sense? What the the dream lights or the fireworks? The dream lights. Probably just from a cost saving perspective, I would think. I mean, but I mean, all the castle lights are there for you to do is just ogle as you pass by. I mean, that's that's one thing I I didn't understand them bringing back unless it was just like the the manpower it took to break put it all up and. But I, I don't know um, that. I mean, I, I don't know that many people that would. I mean, you're going to stand there and stay at the castle when I mean, because now they do those projection effects every 15 minutes on the castle. And you're going to stand there and stare at that just the same. To me, the, the castle, the, the lights were just beautiful. I don't understand why that's something that because of COVID we couldn't have. Maybe because of crowding or something. But why? Well, they're still getting a lot of crowding on Main Street right now as the lights get turned on and things like that. People are anticipating the lights getting turned on, and they're they're they are gathering a lot on Main Street. So your argument is that even though it already is happening, then why are they why are they doing? That? I mean, you've made the, the the castle an attraction in and of itself by changing its appearance every fifteen minutes, and so you got people just standing around, ogling it, waiting for that to happen. What's the freaking difference between hanging a bunch of lights that people have already seen? I think it has to be a cost thing, like of the extra lights and the manpower to put them up. And That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It has to be. So, I mean, uh, to the same point, I mean, it makes sense to cancel the fireworks because a lot of people are going to stand together in, in one spot and, you know, in front of the castle. Look at the lights. That makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe the dream lights are at Give Kids a World. I don't know. Now we Maybe they send it over That's there. some extra billion. It's like somebody's like, where do those dream lights go? I was like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Whoops. Why? That's what that meant on that box. We didn't check it. I funny story. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Hey, boss, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my lights at? Go get them from the cribs. <laughs> yeah, I can't just walk in there and take their lights. <laughs> Plus, they're wrestling. <laughs> it was give kids the world. Now, take it from them. Get it. up. But it does make you nervous that they did away with it for pretty much. Like, is that something that maybe they do away with permanently now and just do the projection that was one of the points I was going to talk about as far as in the future. And let's talk about it now. Like, they have to put up the crane. And it takes up about a month in September or whatever. Is this an indication? Are the lights, like you said, Danny, are the lights going away? And and they're just going to use projections now. In in this Disney environment, I'd say it's a very real possibility. With, with the people who are running things, I, do they use this as an opportunity to say, hey, it's easier to do it like this? Cost yeah. We could change it whenever. It doesn't mm-hmm. cost much. People yeah. seem to like it. Mm. Which is a shame because the lights are pretty. I, I have that as a background on my phone. My lock screen on my phone. We <laughs> said it on the on the previous show that we recorded. There's no substitution for practical effects. You, you watch the best CGI movies and you can still tell that CGI. But when you see something real happening, it, it catches the eye. Those projection effects are nice the closer you get up. And it's like, okay, it's cool, but it's nothing like that castle shimmering it's not even especially when you see it the first time the projection that is yeah you're just like all right i'm over it you know what are you gonna do just change another slide like oh look now we got something different now we got reindeer like 
No. I mean, the tech looks cool, but it doesn't match to the lights, I don't think. But that's the thing with all these projection shows. It's like, all right, look at all our pretty projection effects now with 75% less fireworks. Yay! <laughs> because all you're doing is basically watching a TV screen <laughs> on the castle. Yeah. But Danny, to your point, I just the light bulb just went off in my head and it, it doesn't go off very often. I don't think you could do the projection and have the dream lights at the same time. I bet you there's a reason why. It probably distorts some, something with the projection. No, because I, I've seen Mickey's most merriest celebration show and, and they are projection affecting on... Projecting affecting Projection Conjunction <laughs> function What's your function What's they're, your function They're Projecting. totally projecting Onto the castle yeah. No question uh, Yeah You could see the, the castle changes And they have imagery On the castle It's totally Projection effects That you could do While the the lights are lit. I mean, well, I guess you would just turn. Well, the they turned the lights off. Yeah. yeah, and they projected. Yeah, right. That makes sense. All right, to go ahead and crush my light bulb there. I tell you, it only happens every once in a while, but that's okay. Sorry, figment. Hey, look, when your light bulb's out, we're going to project something onto you. Right, a light bulb. Okay. And you had a bad All bulb, right. sir. You had a very bad bulb. It's the kid's fault. <laughs> so, uh, other things that they canceled, and this one kind of makes sense, is the uh, Epcot Holiday Storytellers. And I'll talk about in a second what they did to kind of replace that this year, which is very interesting. And then they canceled a lot of, we kind of talked about this a little bit in the last episode, um, a lot of the gingerbread houses kind of at the, you know, the big resorts like the Grand Floridian, you know, because of COVID. And another big thing they canceled, which is also one of the big um, signature items over at Epcot, is and this is because you can't really get any celebrities who want to go down to Epcot now travel to basically you know be the host of it is the Candlelight Processional. So you know there you lose your Candlelight Processional dining packages, you know that kind of thing. But I mean that had a lot of people all together at once as a choir too. So you should just get local celebrities to come by, like Carol Baskins and. Yeah, like B B and C celebrities, right? You can't get Michael Douglas back. He probably would love to do this now. Get get the get the skunk ape from Gatorland. (laughs) Skunk ape. Yeah, so, uh, you know, so that was canceled. And Disney actually, which I thought was kind of nice, so they just put on their Disney Parks blog. So if you kind of miss the Candlelight Processional or you miss the fireworks, they have encore um, performances on the Disney Parks blog. So you can watch it there or just go to YouTube and you can find 10,000 recordings of it as well. So now that I kind of talked about everything that was canceled, let's flip the switch and not be so negative and talk about everything that Disney World canceled for the holidays. And let's be positive and let's talk about their new holiday experiences that they're doing for this year. Yeah, positive. Plus sign. Plus sign. Plus light bulb. Plus sign. Positively Professor X. So the first thing that they're doing is new festive Cinderella castle projections. So these are new projections on the castle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Projections. Fancy dancing. Positive projections. (laughs) So, I mean, these are basically state-of-the-art projections. They have like a Christmas sweater look. They have a jeweled winter castle. So maybe that's your replacement for the... uh, you know, the castle lights, they have uh, festive stripes and dots and turn the castle running greens. I mean, I think it looks pretty good for this year, you know, the projections. And then Disney saving, you know, saving money is every every 15 minutes when they do this projection, they fire off one single burst of fireworks. Now, I have to ask you, though, if you get into the park and you're not aware of this and you're watching the projection show and then they launch this boom of a firework, don't you think that would scare the heck out of you? If you didn't know what was going to happen. Scares out of my wife when I shoot off one burst. <laughs> yeah. That scares me too. Yeah. That beard burst. It's, yeah. Wait a it scares Lee's wife too when you shoot. <laughs> well, they should. 
Kevin always double shoots. That's why I call Lee Admiral Boom. Boom goes to dynamite. I've I've seen it when they do it. It's not a boom. Uh, yeah, that would probably freak out a couple of kids if you just walk and it just sounds like a boom. Go right, right, <laughs> right. But it's more like a. <laughs> oh yeah, is it's that like scary? Well, they got pills for that, right? Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> it's like sparkles coming up. Sleep helps. Like, yeah. Yay, sparkles. Yeah, sparkles. Yay. I'm not a fan of the sweater look on the castle. Like, isn't that kind of hard to even like? If you didn't put that description in there, I would have never known what that was. So I take it, Eli, you're not a big ugly sweater fan, a ugly Christmas sweater fan. No, my clothes is stylish. He wears. <laughs> he's a stylish sweater fan. I do. No, uh, uh, ugly sweater that costs too much. He gets that from the Eagle. That's it. Right, you know I do it. This man wears Marvel T-shirts with holes in it. Exactly, because they exploded. <laughs> so I remember I was there. That's a souvenir you don't give up. That's where they got that idea. Is that one firecracker in your armpit? Yeah, the one that did, it blew up my shirt. Yeah, yeah so I boom. kept it. You know, that's a projection for you. So that was Disney's you testing. Oh, that's, that's excellent. That's it. Why don't they cast like the characters or something on there? Like you know, just like you know, like what they do on the other different shows or something. Because I don't think it would look. That's good. You, don't you know, think so? if well, I mean, like, like when if you watch what they do with the Halloween fireworks show now, like the characters are on there and you're watching them interact because it's like a story that they're telling. But like, this is just the castle just looking festive. Yeah. So it would be weird if like you jumbled it up with like a Mickey eyeball and a Donald, <laughs> you know, Bill. <laughs> yeah, it's. It just would look like, I don't know. It'd be like an ugly sweater. Sure, they could just make it a big Santa hat. Uh, I don't know if it would quite fit that. No, it would look kind of funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) It made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) This big cotton ball. Yeah, you stand at the other end of Main Street, you see this big red Santa hat in the middle of the park. I mean, it's not like when they made Epcot Mike Wazowski, where it just worked. Yeah, he's a ball. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk about, um, so instead of parades, let's talk about cavalcades. Cavalcade. So they have different holiday-themed character cavalcades, and they actually change the name at each of the different parks, but let's talk about the cavalcades first. That's just a fun word to say, cavalcade. It is. Isn't it a fun word? I like saying cavalcade. I like hearing it. Cavalcade. Cavalcade. How you doing? I have a cavalcade, please. (laughs) That'd be like, hey, hey, girl, you want to get together tonight? We'll have some libations, maybe a little cavalcade. There you go. What? It just sounds like, what is a cavalcade? That sounds so cute. Yeah. Did you say cavalcade on that, (laughs) babe? So they have three cavalcades at the Magic Kingdom. They have a goofy one, Santa, and um, Mickey and characters, you know, dressed in their holiday festive gear. So that's what you can see at the uh, Magic Kingdom. Now, my issue with these cavalcades is that they're not planned so you just have to be at the right spot at the right time to see them well if they were planned then people would stand there waiting for them that's right right there would be a parade yes right but but the thing is like you know you could go in the magic kingdom at three o'clock you can see a parade here if you're on space mountain or big thunder mountain you can miss it you know and how do you then explain your kid like well santa was here but now we have to wait around all day but we can't wait around because of COVID. you know what i mean it's i don't know well, so. you say you could have seen Santa, but no, you had to go ride Space Mountain. Now Santa thinks you don't care. <laughs> you better get him some extra cookies. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just random. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I think obviously that's the point of it is that they can't do parades because people are just going to stand, you know, pop a squat an hour before. And, you know, and so they when you don't know when they're going to be, then you can't do that. And that's the whole point. And I I haven't experienced it myself because I haven't been back since COVID, but I would kind of think that's a cool thing. Like, oh, man, I just happened upon this cavalcade that was passing by. Just like the same thing. Like, 
you turn the corner and there's Pinocchio out in the street or whatever. It's kind of the same concept of, you know, you can't plan for it. You just have to luck into it. And it's a special experience because you were at the right place at the right time. That's the, you know, that is the classic Disneyland versus Disney World character question where you're just wandering around Disneyland and all of a sudden, next thing you know, out pops Aladdin and Jasmine right next to you. And you're like, hey, how's it going? What's going on? And they start striking up a conversation with you or Peter Pan just comes up and sits next to you on a bench like where they're not advertised. They just show up and if there's they'll just walk around just talking to people. And that and it's like, oh, my God, look, Peter Pan just walked right by us. And that's more fun than. All right, at 3.15 exactly, we have to be in line because it starts at 3.30 and they don't take anybody out. It, it's more fun to me when it's the magic is spontaneous. Yes. yes, Some people prefer the planned aspect of it and knowing that they're going to get exactly what they want, exactly when they want it. I like the randomness of, you know, like that guy, the cat uh, Gideon from Pinocchio walked by. And it was a big deal. And I still remember it. And it was, I mean, ask me of... I could give you 50 characters who I'd like to meet in Disneyland. Gideon would not have been in that 50 list. But right, the fact right. that he just randomly came up to us and started like taking our phone and taking pictures with us and stuff. Boom. Special. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Some of the other, um, no longer cavalcades, but uh, now here we guys, this is a Southern term uh, and I'll probably destroy the pronunciation of uh, flotillas. Flo- flotillas. Flotilla. Flotilla. Flotillas. All right. So I'm not going to say that one many times because uh, I like saying cavalcades better, but that's Animal Kingdom. And this one I think is kind of cool because it's more in a boat. So they travel around Discovery River and there's a couple different boats here. They have Mickey and Friends in holiday outfits. They have a Donald's Dino Boat, which has Donald in dinosaur party attire. And then they have one with uh, Goofy, Chip, and Dale, and one with Santa Claus. And the Discovery Island drummers as well. So that's just going around Discovery Island. And that one, I guess, you know, you can probably see better than more Disney's cavalcades at the Magic Kingdom would show up like in Fantasyland or whatever. If you're in the right spot at Discovery River, there's a lot more spots where I think you could see this, you know, these boats going around and you could probably hear the music than uh, this random little float going through like Fantasyland or whatever. What yeah, exactly so. is dinosaur party attire? Is that like bowls with a skirt? Or, uh, <laughs> well, you walk the dinosaur, first of all. Okay, okay. Yeah. After was... you open the door and get on the floor, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. All right. Yeah, everybody should do the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I just was curious about, like, is there, you know, is there a festive thing? You got to wear, like, a suit and tie with yeah. your little, little arms out or something? Captain or... Caveman or, you know, oh, any Flintstone your... style? There you go. Okay. Ice Age kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. I'll need shoes. And you got a T Rex everything. Still, you just would that be just jump on it? Yeah, all right, jump, jump on, on it. it, jump on it. Yeah, as long as you got a flotilla, it, it float, isn't that your girlfriend's name? Flotilla. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, Flozilla. That was that was, that was the name. Yeah, yeah, because she used to rap and she skate at the same time. That right. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like that one firework every fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a head more boob to it. Boob. Yeah. Yes, I don't think I need to see Santa Claus in the Animal Kingdom. No, I, I, I'd be curious to see what that would be like to just look down upon the jungle and see the waters. And then there's Santa just waving as he comes floating by in a flotilla. Yeah, in a flotilla. How about Santa in a pirogue? Yeah, right. They do that. That is a they thing. They do that. You yeah, see, you see that with Santa in a pirogue. Uh, it, why don't you explain what a pirogue is for uh, all of our listeners out there, Kev? A pirogue is a very. It's kind of like a canoe, but it's even skinnier, and it's Smaller, a shallow draft. Yeah. Uh, made for navigating swamps down here in South Louisiana. So it's a very shallow draft uh, boat. And here in 
New Orleans where they have to Cajunize everything. Yeah. Uh, Santa's in a pirogue and his pirogue is being pulled by alligators. Alligators, yes. yes. <laughs> Flying. Is that your Cajun Christmas? That is some people's Cajun Christmas. I don't need my Cajun and everything. <laughs> some people need their culture to be brought in. Sometimes it's... See, Santa Claus stops down here to eat. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, that's why he drops off all the good gifts. I don't mind people culture being brought into some stories. Like, Blackula, that was awesome. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Blackula, the sequel? I have not seen the sequel. You're missing out. You're missing out. I'm missing out. <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes it works out good. The Wiz was a good one. Man. Yeah, but, that's, you know, yes. I don't need everything. Santa Claus is fine by itself. Maybe Santa in uh, Flights of Wonder. That might have been interested. I you mean, flying on a bird? You know, like he got gifts and like freaking Vulture comes in and steals the gift or something and like, you know. Or, or drops it on your head. Yeah, you know, or takes his 20 bucks or like, you know, the bald eagle comes out and Santa Claus is holding it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but then the kids would hate the bird. <laughs> Say, ho, 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 I've got presents for you, little soul. Oh, oh, the bird just took it. I think that would have made for a pretty cool Christmas yeah, story. Yeah, except for when Susie's sitting there crying because... She doesn't get any gifts from well, Santa. The, the, ball, the eagle brings it back to her or something. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, you oh, know. the chicken brings it back. The, eagle yeah, just the shows. chicken brings it. <laughs> <laughs> the pigeons fly that's back right. down it with it. In, that's right. I think that's just awesome way of... So the uh, eagle's cool. It's a falcon that's a dick. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I know. You're right. I like the falcon, the too. The finch that stole Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a finch, you. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. That's me personally. So I like mean, a Christmas version of that show. I, yeah. I, like I, a I holiday version. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just a thought just because of the birds and the live interaction with that. But go on, sir. Okay. We got cavalcades and flotilla. Flotilla on, sir. All right. So now, Danny, what do you think of seeing Santa in a promenade over at Epcot going around World Showcase? I wouldn't have a problem with that. Depends no. on what country, though, right? Well, you know, I, I would I would be worried about Santa in some countries. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, you go. Um, but, you know, for the most... No, I think that's kind of cool, the idea that Santa would go all over the world. I mean, that's how kids think about it. I mean, kids don't put Santa... Like, you're told Santa goes to all the little boys and girls all over the world. They don't know that there are people out there that would not, not believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I'm trying yeah. to be careful in case somebody's so sitting in the car with the, uh, their kid right now. Um, so I don't want to say anything. Um, but well, they, yeah, they like yeah, to put, very, you know what I'm yeah. they put Santa in the corner, basically. Put right. Santa. Nobody put Santa in the corner except for those people. They, right. they, yeah, they did that. <laughs> and if you're listening to us in the car and you got a kid in there, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Try to raise the kid we, up right. We bleep as best as we can, but <laughs> we did good. We flotilla, did good. flotilla, flotilla, flotilla. So we have cavalcades, flotillas, promenades, and now we have motorcades. Now we're talking. So we have motorcades over at Hollywood Studios, and now Santa Claus gets to ride in style in a fancy car. Or a Hyundai Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sweet? It that is. That's sweet, isn't it? Yeah, it I is. got a new car, guys. Yeah, thank you. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice, sleek. Uh, again, uh, you're trying too hard, guys. <laughs> Santa doesn't need to be in a, in a, in a car. Well, they always there should always be something mystical around Santa. I, always I agree. It shouldn't be like we're going to wedge Santa like... And I'm sure Keith will get to this, but I saw him like he's he's over at Disney Springs, like zipping around in a boat. <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about that. So uh, you know, cavalcades, flotillas, promenades, motorcades, and now we have when Santa's winter watercade. I love these names over at Disney Springs. He water skis. Now, that's kind of awesome. No, like he's 
so there's a boat in front of him and the boat is seemed to look like the reindeer like and it's like that boat is pulling the second boat which is made to look like santa's sleigh okay gotcha and now mrs claus and santa, santa. Are, are in it and the boat and the boats now, is- the, the boats are not that far to get uh, together they're they're kind of they're a good size space apart but the idea of it is kind of cool but it just looks so hokey like to me like if i'm a kid i'm like why is santa on a boat Boat. like don't you got work to do at the north pole I just saw you in a car. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why is What's he that? now at Disney Springs, right? That's a good point. Helicopters at Blizzard Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Santa everywhere. They need to have Santa pulled by by the uh, Thunder and Paradise boat. Oh, wow. Some big, powerful speedboat. See how long that lasts. Oh, he should just be driving it. And then, like, they got, like, somebody in the reindeer outfit, like, water skiing with it. Yeah. See, like, you know, like, you go, like, spice it up. You know what I mean? Like, you, you get it. You have normal, because that's like an overflow of Santa. This is like watering down poor Santa. I, I agree with you. You know, you should have, like, if you're going to have Santa all these places, each Santa should be doing something different. Not necessarily be in a different environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, not a, like, if he's going to be in the in the motorcade, he should be, like, on a stunt cycle or something. Like, you know, like, dang, Santa's cool. He, the one he could deliver all them gifts he can like fly that motorcycle 100 feet there or it's just something just something to give santa a spectacular look like 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 doing a split between two 18 wheelers that's what i'm talking right like some transporter stuff you know what i'm saying santa and the evil knievel yeah <laughs> would you not no, see that kaboom if you yeah right santa kaboom santa kaboom <laughs> that's right <laughs> Ah, ah, Santa's posing. Ooh, ooh, ah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's right, he says. Instead of grunts, he goes, ooh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> What's Santa doing? He's posing. He's posing. <laughs> ha! Yeah, I mean, you know, at least make Santa a character in the... In you in the world and just not him not him just being like a tourist almost that's almost what it sounds like but yeah I just looked at pictures of that that that's weird what which part the, the boat? wintercade yeah yeah it's it's pretty weird to look at that's special but I mean you can't really meet Santa so it's the best way to kind of for the kids to see Santa because you can't actually go and sit on his lap or whatever so is it the way you want kids to see Santa that's a good well, point I mean that's the thing like you know I can see Santa's got to make time out of his day to come from the North Pole to sit down with you so you can tell him what he wants so they can get back up there and make it. But if I'm watching Santa zipping around in a boat and freewheeling it down Hollywood Boulevard, I'm like, don't you, you got work to do. <laughs> get my ready. You got one month supposed right. to do this right. Wintercade, interesting. Okay. What, what, is there anything else? All right. So, um, so that's pretty much your cavalcades, motorcades, flotillas, parades whatever you want to call them so let's um flip the switch a little bit let's talk about covid's gone now hopefully next year it is all right i'm I'm only been doing this podcast until it's Uh, about to breathe off some ladies now all right all right so covid's gone and disney world is now um planning their holiday celebrations for next year so obviously they're gonna bring back the mickey's you know very merry christmas parade and they're gonna bring back the candlelight procession do do we think they're going to bring back castle lights, or are these projections on the castle basically going to be replaced? That they got to still have lights. Now the lights may not be as expansive, you know, they may not be uh, as as impressive. But you cannot have Christmas without Christmas lights. I mean, people decorate their house with Christmas lights. They decorate their trees with Christmas lights. You cannot have no Christmas lights. I'm not saying they're going to take away all the 
decorations that they have on Main Street and everything. It's just the actual specific lights on the castle. I still think the castle is going to have some lights. I still got to say it's got to have some lights. I, I can I can see them doing it. Am I predicting that's what they're going to do? No. But knowing how they operate now. Well, Danny, look at like the Osborne Whites. They got rid of the Osborne Whites, and now they have that jingle, bam, jingle thing over at Hollywood Studios, and that's basically projection. Yep. I, I, I remember we talked about that the other week. It was with Jingle Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. That was about it. That's what happened to the Osborne lights. And I mean, you saw them get rid of the lights, that, that archway in Epcot. Yeah, the lights of winter. Yeah. They don't like that kind of thing. And I could see them do it. I mean, is it a, if I'm a betting man, I would say the dream lights return. But would I be knocked over if they did not? No. I think corporate greed somehow, um, they, they, it could win out and they could be like, all right, let's let's test this out full time. Let's really do some really cool projection effects on this castle that people would really enjoy. I don't think people want to get their picture taken in front of a castle that's made up to look like a freaking amalgamated sweater. But the Dreamlight Castle, absolutely. So that's why I'm going to give it the edge that they bring it back. But they've done stupid things before. See, I think what's going to happen is you're not going to see the, the, the castle at all. What you're going to get is you're going to get one, maybe five different executives handing out people Viewmasters. And all the <laughs> Viewmaster reels going to be pictures of the castle with all the various effects on you just Each person just clicks on the Viewmaster. That may as well just be the most cost-effective way to do it. And if you purchase Disney Photo Pass, they take a picture of you and your family in front of a green screen. There it is. And they insert you, <laughs> you in front of the castle on the Haunted Mansion, wherever you want. With Figment sitting on your shoulders. Right, yeah. That's it. I mean, uh, yeah. Put your Splash Mountain with the Bluebird on your shoulder. You know, Tiana, more likely. Yes, it. You oh, get yeah. shipped in a $40 frame, right? Exactly. I, I mean, why not just go that way? I think it's totally possible. I don't think that's incredulous at all to suggest. Yeah, I'm going to say they're going to proje- project the lights onto the castle. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to project the dream light effects onto the castle, and then that's it. And then they'll change the lights however they want. Periodically, Tinkerbell will just fly across the castle. Mickey will stick his head out of a window, look around a little bit. And it'll know. become a Christmas tree of some sort. There you go. Yeah. Big old spotlight yeah. here and there. I can see all that. I can totally see all that. Yeah, I think to Lee's point, though, they'll put some lights on the castle, but it won't be like they did before, and then they'll just do the projections. I think that's what they're going to do. Another point is, you know, by them putting up the lights, they have to have um, this big crane in front of, like, Cinderella Castle sometime in September for, like, a month. And who wants your picture in front of Cinderella Castle in that time period with a big crane in the background? But, um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting just to see, so... And then another thing I was kind of thinking about, and I just want to use this, another experience I had. So I, I stayed in a Great Wolf Lodge in September, and I don't know, have you any of you guys ever been to like a Great Wolf Lodge? No, I've been wanting to, though. We, we didn't stay there, but we, we went for the day. Okay. So Great Wolf Lodge has this big indoor water park, and they have, you know, it's kind of a wilderness theme, and they have this, like, this morning show and this afternoon sh- evening show, which is like, audio animatronics but you know like bear themed or whatever so with covid they pre-recorded the show and they played it on your tv so we could still watch the show but no one was grouping up in the front in the lobby gathering watching the show so i'm wondering if disney's gonna start doing that a little bit going forwards they're doing it now a little bit and just to give you an example so for new year's eve the parks are closing at 10 o'clock so there's no big New Year's celebrations, no fireworks or whatever. So what they're having to do is the resort guests that are staying on Disney property can watch a recording of virtual fireworks. 
So I'm kind of starting, are they going to start implementing that going forward a little bit where you can have these pre-recorded shows on your TV, like at the resort versus actually having the event? I just go to sleep. Why would I want to watch that on TV? I mean, I guess it's an option because people do it at home all the time on New Year's. They watch the Rockin' New Year's Eve or whatever. So I guess that's an option, but why would I even, I just, seriously, I just go to sleep. Yeah, but you would do it like once a year, like for New Year's, because it's marking a moment. You, are you necessarily going to do it on your Disney vacation just because it's the end of the night? Hey, we got to get back because the TV's running, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the fireworks. No, I'm not talking no. the fireworks. So instead of having like performers in the lobby, like singing Christmas carols or something, they'll just have a pre-recording of it. Yeah, it's not the same. It's like, you know, like, hey, would you pay to go see, like, I don't know, the name of, like, the Rolling Stones in person? Would you go watch? Yes, yeah, I'd absolutely go watch it. Would you watch a pre-recorded video of them performing their set? Uh, maybe not so much. What about holograms? Oh, ho- I totally see holograms. I love the hologram thing. To be fair, there, there was a lot of that going on this year. Like, there was a drive-in theater by us, and they would show, uh, you know, whoever new kids on the block in concert or whatever and you'd pay to go see it and you know that it's a big field so they could space everyone out evenly and things like that and people they paid to see a quote-unquote concert on the screen so i don't know i mean we're laughing about it now but this could be the new thing now well i think people were just desperate to get out at one point in time and now that you can kind of get out a little bit maybe i don't know perhaps i suppose but i I don't know i wouldn't want to go out to, like I wouldn't go to a movie theater to see a pre-recorded concert. I wouldn't go to a movie theater to go see uh, Disney fireworks. I would go to a movie theater to see a, a, a movie that I really wanted to go see. I don't see that being the case here. Like you know, there are just some things you need to be in person for to feel it. Fireworks is definitely one of them. Yeah. I'll give you an example, Danny. What if um, you're staying at the Polynesian and Disney's cutting back entertainment costs so they no longer have the Polynesian? You know how they light the uh, the torches around? What if instead of that, they you know they no longer have those performers and they just show like a recorded on your TV? It's a way for Disney to save money. Now, granted, it's not the same experience, but... I'd watch it on YouTube before I showed up. Yeah. Somebody would record it. I'd watch it on YouTube. I'd get the same experience and not lose a minute worrying about what's on TV like I normally do while I'm at Disney. I'll go to the room, I'll throw in Stacy, and I'll pass out. Oh, like boy. I always do. Okay, now watching Stacy pre-recorded is always a treat, but that's something different. I would totally agree, though. Uh, if I had to see, look, I used to watch people like spit fire and stuff like that on Fantasy Island. That's even before I went on a Disney vacation. So I would not want to see that on the TV. Uh, in my room, that is something you have to see live. You got to see it live. Yeah, yeah, that's so, something. Because you know, like if you watch it on TV, if this guy drops it and burns himself to death, they're not going to show, show it. it. Yeah, but when you right. watch it live, anything could freaking happen. Yeah, yeah. that dude could yeah. catch on fire. You remember we walked out of our room at the Polynesian? That dude was just going nuts with the fire, and yeah. oh yeah, we had to stop. I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Like if you if they'd have been like, hey, look, here's this cool thing that happened. It's just on this big screen. Like I might like watch it if I wait to get some ice cream or wait to use the bathroom but like no live i would stop and see that because that is physically not something you would see every day you're more intentional about it if it's live versus like on a screen it's more yeah because you know like you like danny said i mean you could youtube that you could you know view i don't know you could watch survivor and probably in the first five minutes of the intro of that they would show it let me to be fair let me ask keith a question here because keith you're saying in the future covid's over 
but would I watch this? And the answer would be no, because the parks would still be open. But now, like, if I'm back at my room by eight because they, they shut down everything early and I've got nothing to do but watch TV, then I might do it. I mean, so it depends on, I guess, what the scenario is. What that, the scenario yeah. is. I'm just kind of saying that, like, they're setting up the president. Because of budget cuts, they're going to have less entertainment. Are they going to bring this entertainment back and could they replace it by just doing a pre recording of it? Okay. Let's say the, the, the fire thing, if it was. Again, I'd rather see that live, but let's say they actually, if I didn't have a choice and I had to watch programming of it, maybe if they did something in depth, like I don't, I don't want to trash the man's name, but let's say the, the fire breather's name was Tom. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't think his name was Tom. I know it wasn't no. Tom, but I, I don't want to. Totally ruining if his name was Tom, Tom the fire breather. Well, you yeah. know what I mean. Like I don't want to mess up the culture. Like I don't know like a Hawaiian, a good Hawaiian name. Tua, like, Tua, okay. Tua. There you I'm go. Fan now. So Tua, he's like you know this is the story of Tua and how he came to be that he shows you tricks that you wouldn't see live. But he's like, oh yes, when I was a kid, this is so okay. Now I'm kind of invested a little bit more in the performers, so then I would watch that. And then if the end is what they would do, and I would normally see that if I was live, that makes a little more sense. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like learning something. Right. That has a little more build to it, and now we know who Tua is. Whereas before meeting him live, uh, pre-COVID, he was just... A performer, but another now, guy spinning some fire. Just yeah, now we know it's like two and Haka. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. they do an eight thing. And Manti Teo. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, Haku. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They 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 spinning stuff and then like for Tua, she's doing the dance and everything. Now we learning their story. Yeah, like think of it like this. Like if I was like we talked about it to this day. We walked out of the the room over the Polynesian and we were Going over to Ohana and boom, there's this dude right in front of us doing the fire spin. And, everything, and we just stopped and watched it. And we told you about it when we got back, told Lee, told the listeners, told everybody. But if I was like flipping around the channels last night <laughs> and I came across <laughs> a TV program with a guy spinning fire and doing all the same stuff. I don't think I would mention it. I don't think I would stay on that channel. I think I would just move on. What do you want to interview? Like, let's say you could talk to Tua. Oh, if I met Tua, like if I'm watching Tua in person and I'm invested and I'm like, oh, dude, this what this dude's doing is dangerous. Like, you know, because I don't know. He could have done that 20,000 times, burned himself like the first 19, got it right the, that one, and that's with the Aaron because I know there's no danger in that act. Well, Manti Teo would be spinning an invisible flame. Mm. Oh, Wow. An imaginary flame. That's just, it's all just a stick? That's it? No, not even. He's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> they CGI the flame stick. <laughs> Come on. That man got catfish. Leave oh, him alone. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. You so I, I have another one for you. You have another one for us? Okay. okay. Yeah, so I have another one for you. Electric water pageant. Ooh, what about it? So... I don't think that's presently running because they don't want people standing at the beach gathering to watch it. You think that's going to come back? I think if it's not COVID and they're okay with people gathering around, that they'll bring it back because it's the infrastructure is already in place. It can't be that much to run it. And it really, there weren't that many people crowding to see it to begin with. I mean, yeah, it wasn't like yeah, a big thing. it's kind of one of those things. It's like, oh, what's that out? Look out the window. Okay, cool. That's gone now. And you know, I mean, maybe some diehard fans would would want to find a spot to watch it but it ain't like a fireworks or a parade where people park themselves an hour early to go watch the electric water pageant yeah like the most i've ever seen like was if we're eating dinner over at the grand um, uh what do you call it um um blanking narcuzzi's thank you if we're eating dinner at narcuzzi's and then they announce it and boom it comes all the diners will go outside 
to go. Well, not all, but most of the diners will go outside to go watch it, and they'll gather on the little uh, the, the, the balcony the area. Balcony, yeah. yeah, but at that point you're outside, so it's actually safer than being inside the restaurant. Well, sure, sure. Absolutely. I, that's a very good point, Lee. Oh, it could be more dangerous depending on how many people go on the balcony. Right. And if it's still dangerous to be that close together, then they got the restaurant open at, what, what 50% capacity yeah. I mean, as it is? So you can you can spread out while you're out there on that. Anything's on the ra- possible the rail, yeah. with, with COVID. I mean, if you're worried about people, basically worried about people breathing on you. So, I mean, it, yeah, there's no safe place. Yeah, no, that that better not go away, that electrical water. I'd be I'd be ticked. That's one of me and Lily's favorite activities. That is a nice little thing. I do. It really is. Oh, I know. It, it'll just pass by very fast, so you have no time to gather. <laughs> Watch it. Right, It'll just right, zoom right. past like a speedboat. They go and get that Hulk Hogan uh, boat to pull it. Yeah, I'm with you right there. Get that thunder to pull He's it. It's all about that Hulk Hogan yeah. boat. Yeah. All right, what, what else you got, Keith? And that's pretty much it. I don't know if you guys have anything. It's kind of hard to predict what's going to come back. You know, is Disney just going to look at this as certain opportunities just to do some budget cuts and say, oh, we don't really need that anymore? I don't know. I guess time will tell. Yes. That that <laughs> yeah, yes. what he said. Whatever is more cost That is yeah. exactly what they're yeah. gonna do. They're gonna look at any way they can go ahead and cut Try some cost. Yeah, yeah. 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 projections of the future. Mm-hmm. It's all about the cash flowzilla. I do totally. think. I think what you're gonna see going forward is is more of an investment in in the idea of virtual queuing because I think there's got to be a contingency plan because they never know when the next one of these will come along. And you know, maybe less of an emphasis on rides like say like a um, like a Buzz Lightyear. We all got to hold the same although they're gonna be screwed with that spider-man thing i guess but that they already announced that so they kind of they got to go with it but yeah i think you're gonna see less of an emphasis on that kind of thing although buzz lightyear is running now right they're not wiping down the guns in between rides are they not that i know but they give you gloves i don't think they even give you gloves yeah well actually i got a box of gloves we have to go i'll bring that all right, there you go. Let's bring some wet wipes. But, I mean, to Danny's point, though, Universal just canceled their new park temporary, for, but they don't say when they're going to build it now. So Disney might put less money investing into you know new attractions until five years down the line when attendance is kind of back and tourism is back for the park. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, that's going to affect them. I'm, I'm more curious what's going to happen with the 50th anniversary and, you know, is what's going to be online come October or is it going to be more into the 2022 before you get all of the 50th anniversary stuff or what's going to get canceled. Lee, 51 is a new 50. What? Yeah, right, dude, I what? Said that. This year doesn't count. This year doesn't well, exist. I'm still celebrating my 50th birthday in 2022. There you right go. Right there with you, bud. But, you know, I was going to say, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Keith, because they just had that investor call, right? Yeah, they just had that. And they... Yep. they not a word about the parks. Yeah, it was pretty much a lot of not Disney a plus. freaking word about the park. And I was gonna say that's a, that's another thing that COVID has done that really affects Disney in the future. Is it kind of cut down their ability to project what's the good next IP? Because no movies could really come out. Therefore, you couldn't really see the revenue. You couldn't get an idea. You know, maybe you want if you want to and put then you it. Couldn't build in the parks. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe yeah. you maybe you could make the argument. Maybe Baby Yoda saving the day. I wouldn't touch that, but yeah, there's no gauge for them to have the next IP going into. At least you want to. Would you go as far as to say, like you said, 2022? Right? You use that because this year doesn't count. Let's say COVID's over middle of next year, say by summer. 
they don't have anything to kind of be like, oh, yeah, here's that next big thing. Here's that next character to walk in the parade or everybody's like gung ho about because they have no gauge. Well, that's yeah, again, that's why it's hard to like. I really kind of thought when they came out with uh, Onward that that might be something that we would see in Animal Kingdom and that would finally bridge the gap for that land of creatures that never were kind of thing but uh yeah it never had a chance yeah, it doesn't sound like no. you're going for that yeah it yeah. was a bad time it, yeah, yeah yeah that's all it was. it was it was a victim of that bad timing and look it wasn't the best movie in the world but i mean i thought it was a solid effort uh so who knows if it would have caught on or not all i know is that a lot of kids know it and love it because that's all they had to watch <laughs> for <Yeah>. months <laughs> until timmy came along right yeah uh, yeah timmy failure that was a, that was the next big one so i think that's why you're seeing them concentrate more on disney plus because they know they can get their uh that, hey look that's something that's something They're looking right for their can, gauge probably. right yeah. right that's the that that's the only thing that makes sense everybody has a tv at their house already yeah, yeah that is no way to pull people who are non-disney fans because they all know if you're into disney plus you gotta love disney can't like not like Disney. Get Disney Plus. All very nice and stuff uh, to think about what the future holds. It still hasn't been written yet, but we're d- definitely on the cusp of seeing what's going to happen, especially in the parks. Oh, total cusp. Uh, we know what All we're going to do with the uh, the Disney Plus thing, but uh, yeah, the parks. Who knows? Uh, the only the future will tell. So. Keith, thanks a lot, man, for bringing us uh, these series of shows. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, man, you brought us all throughout the history. Yeah, Merry yep, Christmas. I'm a big time travel. I had you from 71 to uh, 2020 here and the future. You did. It was great. If you haven't had a chance to, make sure you go check out our, the past two weeks of shows, Ghost of Christmas Past, Ghost of Christmas Present, and, of course, you're listening to this one right here right now. So you want to catch all three of these shows on our channels. Stay subscribed to us. And if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions, we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about the ghost of Christmas future in Walt Disney World. If you want to learn more about us, magicrway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to share your opinion, you can get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at showupmagicrway.com. Leave us a voicemail via Peak Pipe Widget, or you can call or send us a text message at one eight one five Moeekin. That is one eight one five Moeekin six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat. Cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. 
Yeah, that's one guru. I was talking about another guru. And just like that man said, you can check out the Ivory Comics website. You see all that good artwork that Rob mentioned. But what he didn't mention is that you can always get a link to this awesome podcast so you never miss an episode. That's right. You'll never miss out. You'll never miss out. <laughs> you can also find me on Facebook.com. So Eli H. Ivory, I'm always there. As long as you're a real person, you're welcome. But as long as you're a bot, get out. You can also check out Project Geisha on Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, I'm out there too. Posting up the likes and the comments. So Eivory504, you can find me there. And of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So, uh, Merry Christmas, you guys. And if you appreciate the madness, they just bring me some very merry gladness. Thank you. And if you want to head down to Walt Disney World so you can check out all the cavalcades, flotillas, promenades, watercades, gatorades, all those kind of stuff, book it through <laughs> Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-LEDs-NUTS. <laughs> <laughs> That's eight three two L E D E E E E E E E E E Z N T Z. That's funny. A miracle you get anyone calling you. You really a book with these nuts. Those nuts. Are these nuts? Are these nuts available? Who's nuts? These nuts. Who's nuts? These nuts can book me a travel, please. <laughs> I was hoping to find these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I want my package to have the D's nuts guarantee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Good> Lord, <laughs> I want the park cop of D's nuts package, please. Yes. <laughs> I want the honey roasted D's nuts. <laughs> oh, ouch! Ouch! <laughs> ouch! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so if anybody's listening and still wants to book with you, Lee, how yeah, are they going to do this, uh, man? Uh, email me at lee at magicarway.com. Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L A S T O V I C A travel. Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no honey roasted Mexavica. And Professor X, if any of the listeners want to check out some of your stuff on social media so they can keep up with the history, how are they going to get in touch with you, sir? Uh, they can reach out to me at Disney Thanksgiving on Twitter. On Twitter. Man only has one social media. How do you like that? I got an idea for uh, for Keith. Why don't we have him pitch his ideas real quick of to give us like three future shows that you would like to do, Keith, and we'll let the listeners decide which one. We'll do next time when you were ready to record. Maybe like next month, the following month, whenever you're you've recouped from this experience. I'm sure you're you're, you're tired of us. Oh, yeah, it's like I like that. A present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that because we're only a couple of weeks away from the new year, so we might as well just uh, give us a little idea. I think that's yeah, great. Yeah, there you go. Christmas present for all your listeners. So Good I have job. But you're our close. gift, Keith. You're our gift you to our listeners. Gift. There you go. Well, oh. thank you. Future, past, and present. So let's have the listeners, are they interested in learning about the history of the Country Bears and Country Bear Jamboree and everything like that? All the iterations, yes, yes. Or are they they interested in learning about the science of Disney, talking about how Disney's five senses at Disney World trick you into believing in the magic and that kind of thing? Mm. Or are they interested in another history show, talking about the history of the Wilderness Lodge? Oh, these are 
good choices. All good choices. Man, these these nuts. <laughs> All them nuts. So just to recap, we got History Country Bears. We got the History of the Wilderness Lodge. And we then we got the Science of Disney. So like all the senses and stuff. I, You know, I'm leaning towards that Science of I'm, Disney. I know, I am too. I, I dig that. I don't know. But we don't want to sway the listeners. I could, you, I know, but I could just see, like, maybe that's Keith Nitch. Like, he's like the Mr. Wizard of Disney. Yes. There instead you of, go. Yep. Instead I of Professor X, back. he could be Wizard X. X Nye, the science guy. <laughs> X Nye, the science guy. <laughs> I could do that, but let's let the listeners decide which one they want to hear first. Yeah, let's yeah. see what they want to hear first. Yeah, no, so. Merry Christmas, listeners. You guys pick, and we will. And, and when Keith has uh, gotten over his PTSD from being on this show for three times <laughs> running, three, three in a row. Three yeah. in a row. Three in a row. When he's gotten over that and all the teasing and everything that he's gotten on and off air. Uh, and he's ready to come back. We'll do that. All right. All right. Sounds good, gentlemen. Cool, man. Thank you always for coming on the show. We look forward definitely to next time. And, and you make sure you have a great holiday Christmas and stuff. And, and send your therapy bills straight over to D's Nuts, Inc. D's Nuts. Okay, D's Honey Roasted Nuts. No yes. problem. All right, guys. Look, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole. And you can find them all on our website, magicgrowway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener. And we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome to the Magic Army Podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Some weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name's Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out! I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Mickey's very merry. Step back six feet and pull up your damn mass parade. These nuts! <laughs> When I'm not stealing people's pillows, <laughs> I'm always listening to Mad Hat Radio. Sorry about that. When I'm going, when I'm going into Eli's room to sneak a pillow and tell him it's all right, I'm listening to Mad Hat Radio. Oh, please put on Mad Hat Radio. I'm scared. I'm scared.